The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 16th of January. In your Squiz today, details of the Jamie Kloss kidnap emerge, Scott Morrison heads to the Pacific Islands, fish kill in our rivers, and things that are going viral. This is your Squiz today. Last Thursday, 13-year-old Jamie Kloss escaped the rural Wisconsin house in which she'd been held captive for almost three months, Claire. Her captor, Jake Patterson, has faced court for the first time. 88 days in captivity, uh, most of that by the sounds of things from some details that was released yesterday say that she spent hours upon hours under his bed as he hid her in his home. Yeah, and more details have emerged of the, the kidnapping back on the 15th of October where he spotted her at a bus stop and then a few days later arrived at her home, shot dead her father and her mother and took her. As you said, she was held for 88 days before escaping. We don't know a lot of details tell us about that escape as yet. So after all those days of being held captive in his home uh, and he would have people over and make her get under the bed and stay quiet, he'd really put the fear of, of death into her. He told her last Thursday that he was leaving the house for a few hours and she mustered up the courage to um, find a pair of shoes, leave the house and find someone to help her and uh, that's why we are where we are now. Yeah, it's one of those stories that's really gripped the US and and the world. Uh, another another bad news one. Gunmen have stormed a hotel in Kenya, killing a number of people, Claire. That attack is, is ongoing. It, it started about five hours ago um, and a militant group from Somalia have claimed responsibility for it, Al-Shabaab. Um, they're currently uh, fighting. They're a Somalian group. They're fighting against the Somalian government and it from time to time they um, attack targets in Kenya because Kenya supports the Somali government in their fight against al-Shabaab. But what's happened is um, so, uh, several gunmen, it sounds like, details are still a bit sketchy. There hasn't been a lot confirmed, but they've stormed an upmarket uh, hotel in Nairobi. Several people are, are said to be killed. There's been explosives used and uh, Kenyan police say that specialist forces are in there trying to flush them out. Yeah, and just before we leave world news, MPs are taking a vote on Brexit this morning, our time, so expect that to dominate the news throughout the day. Scott Morrison heads to Vanuatu today, the first Aussie Prime Minister to do so in 30 years, and then on to Fiji, what's on the agenda? Probably one thing, the citizenship status of Neil Prakash. He's the Islamic State terrorist who's currently held in Turkey on terror charges. And uh, Australia, of course, announced um, earlier this year, or then only a couple of weeks ago, um, that um, mm. he was um, losing his Australian citizenship because uh, they believed he had Fijian citizenship and Fiji has said that's not the case. So it's one of those issues. There's a bit of a standoff on that one. But yeah, Scott Morrison is is taking the trip to these Pacific Island nations, he says, because it's part of a focus of um, refocusing Australia's international efforts in our own region. And that, of course, has to do a bit with China. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he goes there. Just before Christmas, residents of the Opal Tower in Sydney's Homebush were forced to move out due to a crack in the building. Uh, It's now deemed structurally safe, but independent experts are recommending they don't move back in. 
It's been a report that the government has been waiting on. That interim report has been anticipated to really give a green light for residents to go back or for the building companies who um, put the, the apartment block together to undergo other work. But what seems to have come out of it is that more investigation is required. And while the experts have said that they recommend that residents stay out of there, quite a few have gone back. Um, the building company has uh, encouraged that. And the apartment owner's representative, who of course have bought apartments in this block, um, they're mm. really trying to urge residents not to go back until the work is complete so they can keep the pressure on. So there's still a lot of questions to answer. Yeah, the Opal Tower is 38 storeys high with over 300 residents, so it's affecting a lot of people. This next story's been kicking around for a week or so now as nearly a million fish have been found dead in the Darling River near Broken Hill, Claire. So what happens in drought, um, this isn't a, a new phenomenon, uh, it happens quite a bit, uh, is that when there's not enough water to flush through the river system, algal blooms um, appear and it gets bad when they're the toxic blue-green algae uh, and what happened in Menindee, which is in far west New South Wales, which is part of the, on the Darling River, um, they had a, a particularly bad incident last week where the algae died and as it dies, it takes all the oxygen out of the water and that killed, uh, they say, up to a million fish. Um, part of, of course, government and, and others are saying that it's entirely drought-related, but many have blamed poor management of the Murray-Darling um, basin. That's, of course, an issue that's really had... Um, <laughs> so that debate continues. Yeah, and, of course, you know, whether uh, irrigators are taking too much water out of the system, it, it's the age-old old issue that really does come into, yeah. um, into focus when we're in drought and water is very scarce. Yeah, the photos are pretty crazy. You've included a section in the Squiz today on things that are going viral, starting with Gillette's latest advertising campaign. Really, um, people have very strong views on this one. Um, in the era of Me Too and Time's Up, um, Gillette have put out an ad on social media. I don't think it's running on TV, but asking the question of men, is this really the best uh, a man can get? And then showing, of course, a lot of things that refer back to um, this, you know, sexual harassment, um, bullying, all sorts of things. So, yeah, very strong views on that one. Violence. Yeah, yeah, that's worth a look. Keen listeners will remember the beautiful mandarin duck that was stealing headlines in New York Love last that year. duck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Squiz has really liked it. Now we have our very own special duck. It's a tufted duck. It's very rare. And, yes, just as the fancy mandarin duck took up residence in Central Park in New York, um, our rare duck has taken up residence at the Werribee Sewerage Works. So, you know, kind of the same thing, I guess. Bird watchers have headed there. It's a great place to hang out, I'm yep, sure. <laughs> it's the hot news in, in bird watching. And if you haven't seen it already, have a look at UCLA gymnast Caitlin Ohashi's floor routine. She scored a perfect 10. I'm not sure we can try and describe it in a podcast. Just uh, jump into the Squiz Today email and have a look. Um, the subject line, Claire. Subject line is we never go out of style. You like a bit of Taylor Swift. Swifty, I think it's our first Taylor Swift for the year. Uh, yeah. That refers to our Squiz sayings this morning, which is a link to uh, a story about a designer who has released a pair of asymmetric jeans. And, um, yeah, again, people have fairly strong views on that. 
So one leg is a skinny jean and one leg is a flare? Yeah. It looks quite... Yeah. Uh, okay. Someone might like them. I don't know. Each to their own. Each to their own. <laughs> Not my cup of tea. <laughs> Um, thanks so much for listening to the Squiz Today podcast. If you like it, please leave us a review on your podcast platform. Um, you could also share it with your mates. You can access our podcast via our website or by searching for the Squiz on your preferred podcast app. Have a great Wednesday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.